we're going to talk about money, 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 money. I, the last few years, money has been a hot topic in the world, on the news. Now, I got to say, I don't watch the news. So, but what I hear on the streets is that money is a hot topic. And it's one thing that I feel really passionate about in terms of working with women in particular, because I think that we have so many money mindset things that we don't even realize we have and we got to unearth them. So today we are talking about three money mindset shifts are really, it's like three secrets of the way that people who have money, how they're thinking about money differently. All right. And that's it. That's the topic of today's Expedition to Soul podcast. We know that you were born magical. We know that you are intuitive and we know that you are brimming with everyday enchantment. Here at the Sisters Enchanted, we believe in intention, we believe in intuition, and we believe in everyday magic. Welcome in to the Expedition to Soul podcast. Welcome in. I'm Sarah, founder of the Sisters Enchanted. And money, the money conversation, nobody likes to talk about money. Well, some people really do. I actually love to talk about money. I think more people should talk about money. I love to talk about money because I know what it's like to have no money. (laughs) I grew up, I would definitely not say that I grew up with money. It was a common uh, thing that my parents argued about uh, as divorced parents and who's paying for what. And then I started working full-time at an early age and I spent a lot of money I shouldn't have spent, learned a lot of lessons. I've been in $20,000 plus of consumer credit card debt. I've been in $25,000 of medical debt at one time. I have been in student loan debt. Like I get it. I get the money thing. And also as a successful business owner, a successful self-employed person, I am the sole income earner in my family. My husband does not bring home a paycheck of any kind. Uh, I, and I'm responsible for paying a lot of people. I'm responsible for all of Team TSE and making sure that they're, you know, my commitment to them has been upheld. And so I get it. I get this money thing. And I also have learned, you know, what it was like before and what it's like after in terms of what it's like to think of money different when you're not so worried about it. And what's interesting for me in my story is that I became self-employed uh, by accident. I was pregnant and about ready to have my daughter. And uh, she was born in mid-July, May, the, the first, like May 1st, right around there. I was working for a small business at the time. So I was working for a small business owner who only had, she had less than 20 employees. I worked by myself actually in an office all on my lonesome and um, she called me and I just had this gut feeling. I was like, oh, she's going to close my office. And she did. And she did offer me a, another position, but I would have to drive an hour to work and I was, you know, close to having a baby. So I just was like, well, I either go get a job or I work for myself. And I decided to work for myself at that time though. We did not have, we were having a baby and as self-employed people, um, didn't have health insurance that would cover maternity care. And my daughter ended up in the NICU and I had a C-section and, you know, a lot of medical bills associated with that. And that's when I became self-employed. So I also know what it's like to start a business, 
when you literally have no money and you have bills to the tune of $120,000 landing on your doorstep. <laughs> That's exactly where I was when I started the Sisters Enchanted. And I had just come off of paying off my consumer credit card debt. So it was a lot happening. And even in that transition, I couldn't have made that transition if I didn't start thinking about money in a different way, because I had so little money that it would have been very easy for me to say, I can't do this. I can't spend this money because it's our last $50. I can't invest in this thing because I don't know what's going to happen. And learning to change my mindset around money in that moment, I think is really what led me to, to being successful and persevering, even when it felt really hard. And like what I was doing was absolutely insane. So here's those three mindset shifts or they're kind of like secrets, <laughs> the way that you got to change your mindset around money. And I just, we're talking about this today, again, because of the conversation around the world and money. And I think that it's really easy to feel like everything is horrible and it's not going to get better. And remembering that you do have a certain amount of control in your situation and how you perceive it and react to it. And I wanted to just bring this to everybody today. So here is the first thing, the first way the first mindset shift to change how you think about money. The first thing is how is my money making money? So often, and women in particular, can think about how to save money. How can I clip another coupon, get a discount? How can I get this for less? <laughs> well, all that time that you're spending trying to figure out how to get things for less, what if we shift the energy into how to take the money we have and have it equal more money? So how do we take our money and make more money? Now, there are some societal system, systemic roadblocks built up for us, right? Because if you already struggle to have any money, it's really hard to just take that money that you have and make more money with it. Um, but it is doable. I did it. And uh, that doesn't mean everybody can. I'm not, I don't want to make assumptions. But also, it's not as hard as you would think. So an example of this would be rather than, you know, trying to scrimp and save and, and figure out how to buy the cheapest thing possible looking around at just the things you don't use and then how can you make money from them can you rent something you have in your home is there an app or a service that will allow you to make money on this thing that you already spent money on is there a side gig you can pick up for a short period of time to get extra pocket cash to then invest in something that will make you money is your money sitting in a bank account or a savings account making little to no interest when it could be in um, you know, any, anything, any other, uh, stock or trust or, or anything that's making more, um, more the treasury, like anything making more money, right? So looking around what you already have, what is sitting there as stagnant money, things you've already spent money on money actually sitting there. And how can you take what you have and make money from it? You can, if you don't know this, you can rent people's swimming pools from their backyards from an app now there is an app i forget what it's called but you download it and it literally will tell you like people near you who are renting out their swimming pool for the afternoon there are ways to make money with all of the excess that you have sitting around but we spend our time focusing on how do i do less how do i like you know haggle this price down get another discount spend two hours clipping coupons and going to five grocery stores <laughs> <laughs> when you could make money with the money you have or with the money you've already spent. But how are you doing that is the question. So that is the first mindset shift 
is just how do you make more money with the money you have as opposed to all of the time and effort that goes into saving money uh, and, and, and shifting that mindset. So I used to do couponing and go to five different grocery stores, but I quickly realized that I could take the like $40 that I was saving, put it into my business and make $120 instead of all the time it was taking me to save $40 and travel around and spend half a day grocery shopping. So how do you make the money that you have work for you? The second mindset shift is uh, what is your time worth? What is your time worth? And again, all kinds of systemic like societal stuff. You know, women who work at daycares, for example, if you're a childcare provider, make like gross little money <laughs> for what they do compared to skilled laborers who might um, even just be traffic control people for uh, like the people working on the power lines, right? And you're like actually influencing and raising humans for a living and are making way less money. So there are definitely barriers to this that I fully acknowledge. And also this is this is why we have to change the way we think about money to, to break down these barriers. Because if we don't break them down, they're not gonna go anywhere. Someone has to break them down. So what is my time worth? And your time is not just worth a dollar amount. So your time is not just worth whatever you make at your job. Or if you're a stay-at-home person who cares for kids or parents or whoever, uh, your time is not just worth some like hourly amount. Your time is wor also worth all of the things you're not doing by spending your time doing something else. I see this particularly with self-employed people who way undervalue what their hourly time is because the time you're putting in to work is time away from getting new clients or customers or time away from your family, right? So it's not just the amount. When you go to work every day or when you care for other people or whatever it is that you're doing with your time, it's not just that hour. It's also what you're not doing. You're losing like time in another area, right? And that all comes into what your time is worth. And this isn't just about your job. It's also about your rest. So if you are so exhausted that you're making uh, broke, poor decisions because you're tired and so you're just like binge ordering DoorDash and you're, you know, don't have any gumption to do something that will make you money, right? Because you're exhausted. So your time, what it's worth, it's worth your energy also. And when you are saying yes to doing things, that's at a loss to something else. So that's the second one. What is your time worth? And it's not just looking at the dollar you get paid an hour or, you know, if you are a stay-at-home mom, how much you are saving in daycare an hour. Nothing. It's not just that. It's also the lost opportunity that, you know, the opportunity cost of saying yes to doing the thing you're doing for that hourly rate. So those are the first two. What's my money worth and what is my time actually worth? Or how do I make my, how do I make more money? How do I make my money work for me? Sorry, I said that first one in a weird way. Number one, how do I make my money work for me? How do I make more money with my money? Two, what is my time worth? That's the second one. And that, also use that to make decisions. So when you're going to say yes to, you know, like laying on the sofa or, which is fine to do, do that sometimes. But if you're doing that like every Saturday for eight hours and you don't have any money, maybe consider something different uh, or like saying yes to a party that you really don't want to go to or whatever. You know, what's your time worth? The third one that people, uh, a mindset shift to make is how you can actually do things quicker sometimes when you spend money. So folks will struggle to spend money and justify spending money and say, I shouldn't, I should save, I should, you know, 
not waste or whatever. But sometimes spending money will make a result happen in significantly less time. So an example of this would be if you were to declutter your whole house, right? Maybe it makes you really overwhelmed and anxious and you drag your feet on it and it's taking months and months. And for months and months, you're arguing with your your partner or your kids or whoever, and you're so unhappy and you're miserable. And you could have hired somebody to come help. You could have hired an organizer or like a house cleaning service, somebody who specializes in decluttering, but you didn't want to spend the money. Uh, and now you're six months into battles and arguments, right? Where if you had just spent that money to begin with, it would have been done and you would have bought back all this happiness. You would have bought back energy to do something maybe to make that money back. Or you could have sold some stuff that you were decluttering and made that money back. So one of the mindset shifts around money is that you can, instead of being thrifty and just doing it on your own, you can spend money to accelerate a result, which will lead to better happiness, more peace, and maybe even more money. So those are the three things. The three things that I really see that the mindset that's different between somebody who's really stuck being broke and then somebody who's able to get to the other side of that. Now, again, I will, I totally recognize that there are so many things at play that make all of this challenging. There's mental health. There are, you know, the, um, where you live, the cost of living, the societal constraints, there is so much out there. And that said, the one thing you can control in all of that is your mindset. You can control your mindset no matter what else is happening. And, um, the first part of that is how do you make money work for you? How do you make your money make money, right? So instead of just you making money, how do you make your money make money? The second, uh, what's my time worth? And again, that's not just a dollar amount because when you say yes to something that makes you money, you're saying no to other things. And that should play into what your time is worth for you. And then three, spending money to accelerate a result. So hiring the person to help you, like the health coach to help you work on your, your, you know, health mindset, um, like us at the Sisters Enchanted. <laughs> I don't know how many people have told us that we helped them. One person actually said we got them farther in like three months than they got in one, one whole year or seven years or something. I think of like therapy or working on their own. We got them farther in a very short period of time and they got trying to do it on their own for years. So um, you can hire people or pay for services or pay for something to accelerate your results where you're actually in a better mindset place or you're in a better happiness place or you're actually open to opportunity and you feel more relaxed so that you don't have the anxiety around asking for a raise and then you make more money, right? And this is that piece where what is my time worth comes back in because it's not just money on the table or money in your bank account. If you don't feel confident, if you don't feel relaxed, if you're doing like a crap job at work because you're so tired all the time, you're not going to ask for more money. And so getting in the position to take care of your confidence, take care of yourself, get the rest you need, right? Accelerating that result can help you to ask for more money and make your time worth more. And then you have more money to put into things that will make you more money. So those mindset shifts are key. And I think spending to accelerate is one that I see people really not do drag their feet on spending money in an area because you just feel like I should be able to do it alone. I should be able to fix this. I should know better. Like there's something wrong with me because I need some help in this area. And that's, that's not the case. You know, we spend money to 
on medicines. We spend money, you know, if you have kids, you probably spend money on whatever they need, like a tutor if they need it or uh, extra, I don't know, whatever, <laughs> whatever they need, <laughs> you'll figure it out. Right. But as adults, we feel like, well, I just should be able to do it. So why would I spend money on this? Um, and that's can't be farther from the truth. Like we need help just like a kid would. And so spending money to accelerate a result. All right. Those are my three mindset shifts, I guess, my secrets to changing your mindset around thinking about money uh, and getting out of a really stuck place. And this is said from a person who has been very broke. And again, when I started the Sisters Enchanted, uh, we I, I spent literally $50 and wanted to be sick to my stomach. And uh, I'm so I have never been more glad that I spent that $50. <laughs> I was <laughs> so glad I thought to do that. Uh, and every lesson that came with it. But if I didn't change my mind on these three things, I would still be clipping coupons and, um, you know, probably living paycheck to paycheck and really just definitely not living the life I live now. And it's these three things that I can really tie that, I can follow that thread back to the beginning and see where I had to change the way I thought about things to get to a different place and be in the place where I felt even able to be responsible and like worthy of, right. And able to receive um, more money. All right. That is it for today's episode of the expedition to soul podcast. One of the ways though, that we can help you is through our magic week program, which is starting very soon in magic week. It's super affordable. Uh, we go through the expansion archetypes. You'll learn yours. You'll uncover your expansion archetype, and we will tell you how you sabotage and manifest based on that archetype specifically. So we are doing this in March. And when you register, you also get access to our expedition to soul materials, and you can dive into those right away. You can find the information at signup.thesistersenchanted.com forward slash magic week. So go check that out, get registered. And until next time, I hope that you have an enchanted rest of your day ahead. Bye. If you liked this episode of the Expedition to Soul podcast, please rate, review, subscribe. If you're listening on Apple podcasts, it will really help us spread everyday magic, intention, and intuition to the masses and helps us so much as a small business. Be sure to hit that subscribe button on your favorite podcasting platforms. So you never miss an episode. If there's any topics you'd want to hear, anything you want us to dive deeper into, shoot us an email at magic at the sisters enchanted.com. And as always, thank you so much for listening and being part of the community here at the sisters enchanted. And we'll see you in the next episode. 